Welcome back, everybody. This is Hail to the Pod. I'm Sam Chang, and I'm with here with my co-host, Sebastian Rizard. <laughs> How's it going, Sam? Is everything going? Um, you know, to be honest, I, we had no other topics to talk about today, but literally a minute ago, we agreed. I just remembered a conversation we had, Seb, about like, uh, what was it? With like, we had Geo, you know, like, yeah, you guys were talking about like in lunch, uh, anime, and like, I just heard, uh, you know, like Attack on Titan has a lot of historical references, you know, like, uh, this guy is actually uh, an inspiration from Hitler. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, I'm like, what? What is this? Oh, it's Attack on Titan. I'm like, what? Like, I know Attack on Titan. I watched like, what, like an episode. Like, uh, it's literally the first episode ever of, like, the giant titan having his hand on the wall and just looking up, and then the episode was done there. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, it's it's weird, right? Because I actually wrote something about this after I finished reading the manga. So, basically... Attack on Titan, before I get into any of the historical references, it actually touches on a lot of issues that you could say are pervasive throughout our society today in the sense where, first of all, the show in its entirety, like the original plot and the story of the show is humanity is believed to be extinct and they're living inside these three walls and they have to kill all the Titans and prevent humanity from going extinct and repopulate the Earth. They actually have no idea how these Titans even um, came about in the first place or where they come from. So they go on this whole quest through the first three seasons to actually find out the secrets behind the Titans, only to find out that the people living on their island called Paradise have been brainwashed to believe that humanity has been extinct. And in all actuality, humanity is thriving outside the walls on these different continents. And a lot of these other countries are actually trying to destroy Paradise Island. Wait, so um, I know a little bit about the lore. Like, I'm not completely ignorant. Yeah. Um, so I, I watched this, like, what is it? Like, Alternate History Hub. Like, this guy who makes alternate history, like, movies, like, film videos on YouTube. But I think... He had this second channel, I think, and it, he talked about, like, Attack on Titans and the origins. And I think the origin was, like, there was this, like, goddess figure, right, who made, who got, like, a human or something. He made, oh. she made, like, a titan. And then she made more titans to, like, uh, kill, kill humanity or some stuff oh, like that. I know what you're talking about. It's... It's okay. So technically, there was this. Apparently, I don't remember all the details in the manga. Um, listener discretion is advised because I'm probably going to spoil how this works. So if you haven't read the manga and you're waiting for the show to come out to, or to pick back up in a year, you, you might want to skip over this part. So pretty much, I don't remember how, exactly how it worked, but apparently there was this girl, and she was running away from home or something and she ran into this tree that had this like magical or special property or whatever and she i think she fused with it or she bonded with it and it gave her the ability to turn into titans 
And I'll, I'll be very honest with you. This next part is fairly graphic, right? So imagine you have this power and then eventually by some unfortunate accident or old age, you die. But in order to preserve the power of the Titans, the, a lot of the kid, that person's kids, like you were saying, their descendants were technically forced to eat that person so that they could gain their Titan powers. And that's how the Titans came to exist or as a whole, that's how they came to exist. And I know it sounds really messed up because it is, but that's basically how they got their powers apparently. So, okay. yeah. Wait, so you, you talked about how people out, wait, who brainwashed the people in Paradise Island? Okay, it was technically, it was technically the person who has the power, the consciousness of the founding Titan. And, I, and I'll explain this. So the power of the founding Titan isn't merely just a power of you being able to turn into a Titan. It's also, <clears throat> it's also technically a consciousness that can be transferred from person to person, especially, um, and the consciousness of the founding Titan technically is only activated if that consciousness is passed on to some, a member of the Royal bloodline. And the reason that the consciousness of the founding titan brainwashed the people on paradise island was technically to atone for the sins of the people on the island because the people on the on paradise island are called eldians and they're a race of people that has the ability to turn into titans and uh, originally the eldian empire was vast and it expanded all across the earth but apparently they committed these atrocities against other people and to atone for the sins the king brainwashed all of the citizens there and had them move to the secluded island where they couldn't harm the earth ever again apparently so that's basically that's basically why they were brainwashed to begin with that's interesting like like already i need to watch the show but i already have other shows to watch but i will definitely put this on the list but first historical reference down propaganda or something like that like brainwashing like you said yeah, this is nothing like propaganda, but like you know, brainwashing. For like for a long time, people have been brainwashed to think a certain way. Yeah, like Nazi Germany. Like I mean, like uh, that's a, already like a like a simple example. But I just want to go straightforward. Who was this Hitler-like guy? Okay, so. His name is Aaron Yeager. So how do I put this? Before we get into before we get into Aaron's actual character though, I want to touch on something you just said about propaganda. So what I wrote about this initially was about you know how when it comes to certain fascist nations or when a nation wants to instill like national pride in its people, it will come up with propaganda and uh, create or perpetuate false narratives about other groups of people like as a means to justify exterminating them or subjugating them yeah that's basically what happens here where before i get into aaron's character after season three and the people on paradise find out that they're not the only that they're not the only humans left alive there's this nation called marley and 
basically what Marley is, it's a nation of wealthy and prosperous people who have been conditioned to believe that everyone on Paradise Island are devils and that one day they're going to rise up from Paradise Island and eradicate the human race. And they've been conditioned to believe that for so long, even though the people on Paradise Island don't even know what's going on, that there's eventually a war between them where Marley's sole purpose and goal, along with the rest of the world, is to eliminate all the people living on Paradise Island, when in reality, all the people on Paradise Island want is peace and to live their lives out with peace and freedom. So... And, and when, when I was first watching the, f- the fourth and final season, I was completely confused because it started off in a war zone, in a battleground that had nothing to do with where it left off originally at the end of the third season. But we, we see this child soldier and her name is Gabby. Gabby is actually an Eldian living in Marley, but since people... But since the Marleans are a race of people that hate the Eldians, it, it's technically there's there's technically a sort of systemic racism in a sense towards Eldians in Marleyan society, where um, Marleyans are more or less used as just soldiers and weapons as opposed to being treated like actual people in Marleyan society, and that's their only real purpose in Marley to fight as soldiers and this kid Gabby is an Eldian herself but she's been indoctrinated with so much Marlene propaganda about the Eldians that she ends up hating the Eldians that live on Paradise Island because she sees them as devils and she calls herself I'm, I'm gonna put this in quotes she calls herself a good Eldian indicating that she is one of the better ones in a sense so it's also some sort of self-loathing and hatred because of all the propaganda she's just been brainwashed with as a kid. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh my god, that's all, that is really interesting. I didn't even yeah. really watch this. So, um, okay. So the, but I just want to like let everyone know that I am basically like a Padawan to a Jedi right now. You, Seb, you are the Jedi. And I don't really know anything about this. And I know it's like a big spoiler thing. Like, oh, why did you think, like, why didn't I watch the show or whatever? I mean, already, like, this is interesting. Like, an Aaron character, Aaron Yeager acting like it's Hitler. And also what I just heard right now. But, um, okay. So, basically, the Paradise Island people, the... Wait, the Eritreans? No, they're the Eldians. Eldians, okay. So, what did they do that was so bad? Like, So, I don't remember all the details, but apparently in the past, the Eldian Empire was vast and prosperous, right? But in the mid- but while they were vast and prosperous, they technically committed atrocities against other groups of people. And apparently the Marlians used to be one of those groups of people. So, so basically, but the thing is, I don't remember if in the manga, they said that that was a lie or not, but it, it, the, yeah, like, I don't remember 
if it was a lie or not, but basically that's the Marlians um, excuse or justification for why they want to just eradicate all of them. So um, was there like specific instances of like that showed that the Marlians were uh, in doc were indoctrinated or that showed their propaganda were, were there like scenes where like there was a school and they were taught like this, there was this curriculum or there was like posters because like propaganda throughout history, especially in like the world wars, right? They had these like posters of like in world war one, the allies had like posters of Germans and they were, it, it showed like it depicted the Germans as like uh, ruthless beasts basically calling them Huns, which in French were like pigs. It meant pigs. And, uh, and also in Nazi Germany, uh, in World War II, I think in our history class, our teacher showed us this. There were like Disney cartoons, Disney-ish uh, cartoons of like, uh, of a Japanese soldier talk, like a racist depiction, like a very stereotypical depiction of, of a Japanese soldier with like big buck teeth, and like very small eyes, and also with like, uh, like Nazis, with like the big mustache and the, you know, the sign on the like yeah. the patch, and what else? Like um, also Italians. I don't know how they were depicted, but they were Italians. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, basically like that. Were there any like instances like that? I don't remember there being any instances where there were like specific posters or anything like that i don't remember like I, I didn't actually catch a lot of those smaller details i'm just basing this off of like let me let me take two characters right and they just so happen to be related so there's gabby and then there's her uncle reiner so they're basically two sides of the same coin in terms of indoctrination and propaganda like i like i'd assume that in the same way, Gabby had this sort of self-hatred for other Eldians that lived on Paradise Island, and she herself was an Eldian, and she believed that Marley was right, and she was willing to fight and die for Marley because of all the propaganda that she's been indoctrinated with as a kid. The same thing here goes for her, her uncle Reiner as well, because earlier, early on in the show, I think in season one, were introduced to Reiner and apparently he was one of the he he infiltrated Paradise Island along with some of his other uh some of his other um compatriots or comrades or whatever and their sole purpose was to gain information about Paradise Island and then go back to Marley deliver that information and then Marley could eventually start their invasion but here's the problem right um reiner grew up with the impression that although he was an eldian he was an honorary marlian and he would do everything he could to protect and serve marley as a as a country and this led to him having a hatred for eldians and wanting to exterminate them but when he actually got to paradise island a lot of his a lot of his original thoughts and like um, perceptions of what the Eldians were like when he actually met with them and interacted with them 
were completely different from what he was probably taught over there in Marley. And that completely messed with his psyche to the point where he was struggling with his own identity in terms of where um, he, he believed he was fighting alongside the LDNs to help them gain their freedom. But in reality, he had to remember that he was actually a Marlian soldier who was there to do his job. Like, you know what I mean? The, the two world perspectives he was having to deal with messed with him mentally. Yeah, Listen. I got you. I, I'd like, I think a lot of TV shows and movies deal with this sort of theme of like, uh, what? Mainly like a soldier in battle who, um, I guess... Like in Pocahontas, I guess, you know, that yeah. like Disney movie. Um, like there were two sides. There were the Native Americans and they were the British. Like, uh, yeah. And basically one representative of each side, which is like John Smith and Pocahontas. Um, they had this relationship and what, or whatever. But like the two sides were like, oh, they were calling each other names. You know, they were like, like not even what, what, what am I saying? Not call each other names or whatever, but like it's more of a they developed a hatred for each other. Yeah. One side, you see like the Native Americans as like a peaceful people who like grew crops, who believed in a certain type of uh, way of life, like a lifestyle different yeah. from the colonizers, the British and the. Uh, the British called the Native American. They both, in a way, they both called each other savages, and they just like fought each other. But then the you know Pocahontas and John Smith, whatever, um, it had like a happy ending where the two sides like were uh, calmed down, were at peace, but were. But I think that has a similar theme, I guess, to what you were saying. Yeah, and. <clears throat> that's sort of that's sort of what I was saying. But the real thing is, right, like he he had these two different perspectives. And at the end of the day, he was questioning what he was really fighting for. And if the cause he was fighting for was just or not, if that makes any sense. Like, was he fighting for a, a good purpose? Was he fighting for his country for a good and just reason or was he lying to himself in a sense where he made the reason he thought about seem good and just in his in turn um, when it came to his own conscience conscience but in reality what he was doing was just continuing to I don't know perpetuate you know the same sufferings and atrocities that the Eldians had committed all those hundreds of years ago so it's like invincible kind of way like Omni man was born to like believe that they were the superior race and saw humans as like uh, an inferior race and yeah. but at the end it was like Omni man because of the, the relationship he developed with his son and wife was like at the very end it was implied that oh my god is this really like is this worth fighting for like uh, the Viltrum ideals you know yeah but like yeah, that show is good. I I can't wait to watch the next two seasons. But dude, I have yeah, to. But, I have to watch it. Well, yeah, but geez, um, 
I mean, I can't really comment on this because this is like new information, but can you tell us more about Aaron or is that like, I'll, I'll do my best. Yeah. Uh, his character is fairly complex, but it's, it's understandable. I'll, I'll say this here and now, Sam, when you start this show or by the time you finish it, when they, when assuming you choose not to read them assuming you choose to read the manga or wait for the second half of season four to come out in december of 2022 i'll tell you this what aaron does aaron's a menace to society aaron's a menace to the whole planet aaron another spoiler warning for anyone watching this but sam I, i don't know if you care or not Aaron proceeds to wipe out about 80% of the human race by himself. What do you mean by himself? Like, how does I he mean, do it? I mean, he uses the power of the founding titan to summon a bunch of colossal titans and start the rumbling. And colossal titans are about 150 feet tall. So they oh, can. They're, they're the red skin people, like the big one, yeah. the very big one. Yeah. Jeez. The 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 very big one. And like how many? Eighty percent of the of Earth's population. No, no, no. I'm like, how many colossal titan, titans? Uh, that would be a lot. It's gonna be scary. Um, give me a second. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So here's the thing, right? The colossal titans have this ability. I think. Call, I think some titans have this ability called hardening and basically what it means is that they're able to harden their bodies and whatnot and the thing is the rumbling is basically where the, the rumbling is basically this thing we're using the power of the founding titans Aaron was about was able to take the walls that were surrounding the city on Paradise Island and technically the walls were made out of founding titans I mean colossal titans so he was able to undo that and release about 585,000 Colossal Titans. That's a lot of Titans. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a lot of Titans. And he, he wiped out 80% of Earth's population with that. that. That's not good. But the reason I compare Aaron to... I feel like you can compare Aaron to Hitler... Or any other maniac leader who believes in genocide. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) You can you can do this for multiple reasons, but you also can't. Aaron's a very special special case because, like a lot of other characters. And a lot of other people throughout history, your ideology changes depending on your circumstances. So first, what happens is when Aaron was a kid, and and there's so much more I could talk about and explain, but that's we're going to be here for several hours. So I'm going to just keep this short and simple. So basically, when Aaron was a kid, he lived inside the walls and he wanted to go outside and see what life was like outside. And he wanted to see the ocean because they technically couldn't go and do that because if they did, Titans would come and eat them. So eventually Reiner and his friends from Marley, apparently 
like, do you remember when you saw the first episode that Colossal Titan you saw? Yeah. The, there are these things called Titan Shifters, and that was one of Reiner's uh, partners, actually, that broke down the wall and let in all the other Titans that were already on Paradise. And one of them ate Aaron's mom. That's a, or that's a good origin story for an evil guy. Yeah. They, the most is, cliche of them. <laughs> guys. The, the, he, they ate his mom, and then from that day forward, he was like, I'm going to kill all of the Titans and make sure there's not one left. And then I think that's when you start to see more of Psycho Aaron, and it's very bad. Um, realistically, let, let's, let's get past other plot points that I find to be a little less important about his character development and move straight on to the last season. And you, and you clearly get to see how much this crazy dude is looking desperately for freedom. Right. So once they find out about Marley and a lot of these other nations that have put them through hell, this is what they proceed to do. Well, this is what Aaron proceeds to do. They finally make it to the ocean and the, sh- the episode literally ends off with him staring across the ocean. He proceeds to slowly lift and point his finger in the direction of where the continent of Marley is supposed to be. And I kid you not, I'm pretty sure the words that come out of his mouth are, if we eliminate the enemies over there, will we finally be free? So, what, what does he mean by that? Wait, what do you mean, like, so... If we eliminate the enemies over there, will we finally be free? As in, if we kill all of them... Well, in rough terms, I'm pretty sure it means if we kill all of them, will we finally no longer have to suffer and live on this tiny island? In, in constant fear of oh, the, the, of the Marlians. Yeah, if, if okay. we kill if we kill all of the Marlians and all the other people in other countries that want to come here and commit genocide against our people, the Eldians, will we finally be free? Oh. That that's pretty much I'm pretty sure what he does. Cause again, if, if you're wiping out 80% of Earth's population, I, I doubt it's just I doubt it's just the Marleyans. I'm pretty sure he decimates the entire continent of Marley and it just ceases to exist. Oh, geez. So yeah. it's like, oh, wow. Yeah, he kills a lot of people. There's this one panel. And here's the thing, right? I don't believe Aaron's like a super bad dude because he has like a conscience, right? And he's just you know, misunderstood. He, he's just misunderstood. You don't get it, mom. <laughs> you don't get it, mom. I'm really <laughs> depressed, and I think that killing 80% of Earth's population will help cure that depression. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Oh, but wait, so this was like the last episode of the last of the latest season? This no, this wasn't the last episode. This was like right towards the end of the manga. Oh, okay. Because oh. apparently, because apparently they managed to stop him in the end, but from like from killing off everyone else because here's the thing i'm pretty sure with his founding titan powers his commands his commands to the to the colossal titans were kill everyone on planet earth that isn't eldian 
So if they didn't stop him, they probably the Colossal Titans would have probably killed everyone on Earth that wasn't an Eldian, and it would have been bad. There was this one panel I remember, like, and I'm gonna say this again: Aaron isn't heartless, and he and he has a conscience, but at the same time, the the dude's really messed up mentally. There was this one panel where there was this one kid who looked no older than twelve, and his little brother or something i think it was either his little brother or it was just himself and he tripped and there was a colossal titan right in front of him and then like okay so sam right imagine have imagine having a house fall on top of you but like probably several times heavier than your average house or or like have like imagine the full body weight of an elephant falling on you, but probably several times heavier. That's probably what happened to that kid. He turned into a tomato. He went splat. Oh my god! Yeah, that's that's how powerful the rumbling is. That's they, they stomped all of them to death. That's what Aaron's a menace to society, dude. I'm telling you. In, in terms of his actual character, he grew up a genuinely sweet and caring kid but the more he saw his friends die and the fact that he saw the fact that he found out that a lot of these other countries across the world were facilitating their suffering i think that's what drove him over the edge like whereas as a kid he didn't have really in any inherent hatred towards anyone like when you're a kid you obviously don't have any inherent hatred towards anyone but i think that's that's sort of the case here right like also with hitler i don't know what caused him to hate certain groups of people right but it's it's all it's probably a learned behavior you don't actually just you know come out of the womb one day saying i'm going to hate this specific group of people and and commit genocide against them no that's not how that works you know like i, I don't know what like what type of propaganda or indoctrination Hitler went through, but Aaron probably went through something similar in terms of, I think from, yeah, I think he went through something similar where anyone who came in the way of him finding freedom and anyone else who facilitated his, the suffering of his friends and family, he was going to murder them. And that's what he did. Yeah, like, characters like these, like, people like Aaron or even Hitler, and I probably will get shit for this if I don't say this right. They are people worth studying. Like, you know what I mean? Because, like, personally... Yeah. When when I want to, like... I like reading history and studying it, but it's... It's mainly because of people in it and people of like uh, how the like the general like individuals and like the general people. But yeah. um like in the case of Adolf Hitler, it's not uh, again, it's like what you just said, it's not learned. No, it's not it's not genetic, you know what I mean? It's not um inherent that hates, it's learned. And yeah. 
that's why I really like to, after I like, uh, that's really like in some point in my life, and I wish like kind of soon that I really want to go in and read about Hitler and probably even go to uh, go as far as to like read his book, like Mein Kampf or something. Just read like an excerpt or even the entire thing. It's just like, because like these people, right? Yeah. They must have gone, they must have gone through some terrible shit. And honestly, I don't know, like, because I think that the condition of Germany after World War One really, really was a terrible time. I mean, really, like the German people were so down bad as to believe in one thing, uh, to believe something that an artist said, or like a ideology of basically a person, which is Nazism, which is what we know as Nazism. And what we, the person of, the, of, of what I'm talking about is, of course, Adolf Hitler. I don't know. I, like, I've heard that he had, what was it? He had an abusive father or his family died when he was very young and it was kind of very traumatic for him. I don't know, uh, but I'm like, sure. like, geez, it's like, um, I think a lot of shows, some shows like to humanize bad people like in the sense like you know how there are like uh since like you know like superhero shows and all that and like any kind of show that had like fictional characters there's this like thing like about uh, they most of the cliche ones are with like a bad guy and a good guy there's always a bad guy and there are always good guys the bad guys are always evil and the good guys are always good. But I think there's a change in theme, like the thematic, um, and like the essence of TV shows nowadays, where they try to be more realistic in the sense that they're trying to portray a character as a human being. And a hu- to be a human being, you have to be very vulnerable, vulnerable to many different things, to many different like outside forces. And... Um, I can name you like, okay, first Invincible. And also Aaron. Aaron is like, is as we just said, is a person who has been dealing with a lot of stuff, traumatic stuff. And he, it's like, he's like stuck in this depressing mental state that he, that caused him to think in a very, in a terrible way, which is to kill people like it's to like to stop like the tension between Eldians and the rest of the human race by killing the rest of the human race in order for the Eldians to survive and yeah. um a lot of shows really don't do a good of a job as to like quote-unquote humanize bad guys like 13 reasons why I don't know if you're familiar with this show or even watch this. Yeah, I am a bit. Well, on the third season, uh, I don't. I think honestly, what? Just a side note as a uh, digression. Only watch the first two seasons. Those are the okay sh- seasons. But on the third one, it's bad. 
because they tried like in the first two seasons, there was this girl who committed suicide and she made tapes, right? But the yeah, I think the antagonist was this rapist kid who was like popular who were on this who were popular in like two sports teams, right? Captain of the football team or whatever, and captain of the baseball team. And um he uh for some odd reason like was only put in probation and not got uh, not like arrested and sent to jail and the writers they try to humanize him although like even though he raped like 12 girls according to the show 12 girls and like he was depicted as this menace like it was a terrible job and i think most of this uh viewers know what i mean like it was a kind of a bad show but I think the main point that I'm trying to come across is this thing. It's like, we, like we humans could go to like very terrible states of mind, uh, like of mental, like we, we can like, okay. Well, I think the point I'm trying to say is that we're, we don't learn hate, but we don't, um, we are not born to hate. We are. We have to learn to hate. And sometimes, yeah. sometimes we are misunderstood. Sometimes we are not misunderstood. And what I mean by that is that um, I have to be careful here. Is that the outside forces, the events that in our lives that make us traumatic, that make us like insane, that make us mentally unhinged. I guess like it caused us to think in a certain way to as like to go far as to like do these horrible things. And it's like, it's weird. I, I don't know really how to like say this in a sense, but we're all vulnerable to intense emotion, intense action. I mean, although our brains are, one of the most beautiful, most intelligent things around that make can make us do do like incredible things. It also is very weak, and yeah. terrible like trauma can really deform the way we think. And people who have done terrible things, it's not like. There's this behind that facade of just evil. It's just this weak and very sad person who does not know how to deal with things. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that you bring up a good point, but I also feel that we, I feel like there's no real way to identify these problems before they happen like like <clears throat> right in society obviously i'm going to use people like hitler and stalin as examples but mostly hitler right people say you know hitler was bad because because he was very bad i'm just using this as an example people always say hitler was bad you don't want to be like hitler you don't want to be like fascists from nazi germany but the thing is, we don't really look like we look at history and we we know not to do we, we know what not to do, but we don't 
look at put steps for potentially preventing it, if you know what I mean. Uh, like basically, uh, I know what you mean, and um, like a person could look at Hitler and say, everyone will say that he is bad, and we shouldn't do what he did. Yeah, but of course, it's easy to say it. Like it's it's like like evident. It's obvious, but really, there's it's not really. How do I say this? It's not. It's just when you say that, oh, uh, of course I won't do this. You're kind of missing out in the potential information of like, um, like that entire background information. You know what I mean? Of how Hitler became this terrible guy, and it's like little. Th- it's not little little things. You know what I mean? But it's like these many different periods in his life that caused him that culminated into this thing that kind of like all all these little events that made him evil all like together they combine to really make him think in a very very evil way you know what i mean yeah i get it so like i don't know like i assume like um i i don't know i need to fact check this but if his parents died that's one thing that made him like really have this depressing outlook on life yeah. Also, another thing. Let's just say, I don't know if this is true, but, you know, like a person really, I think he was very, like, I think he was bullied. This is a fact, I think. Like a person, well, people were bullying him, and that kind of creates this, in, like, uh, prejudice towards that person. And that prejudice will develop into, like, a, not only a person, uh, not only a hatred towards that person, but a hatred towards people like that person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let me just say, like, let's just specifically say, if he was bullied by a Jewish kid, and I don't want to, like, I have to be careful with my words here. If he was indeed bullied by a Jewish kid, right? Let's just say, mm-hmm. and that, like constantly, then that per, then Hitler right there would hate that person, would hate that bully. And he will probably go as far as to hate him, not because of his not of the bully's actions, but because of the like who the bully was. Yeah. Like, you know, like his uh religion or something. Oh like this kid, um I don't know. I hate him because not only because he's a bully, but because like, you know, also because of his religion and that kind of like develops over time mm. and like do you know what i mean i see i, I think i see what you're getting at I, I hope i'm not really i'm not like ridiculous i'm not i don't sound ridiculous or like illogical right now we're irrational but i guess you know what i mean uh, yeah. i wish i explained it better but there there's one thing have you heard of the third wave experiment uh no. Okay, so this is like I know how we were before we got off on that about you know Hitler's potential like past and how he became what he became. There was and basically how people would say they don't they would never be like Hitler. How could you ever 
be so evil as to hate one person or, or hate a group of people. Um, so there was this third wave experiment, right? There was this teacher by the name of Ron Jones in California. He was a high school history teacher back in the 60s. And what he did was unknowingly, he, he didn't tell his students he was doing this. He tried an experiment where he would set up like these stages or something where he would, I don't know, I don't remember how to describe it, but he set up these stages where he would test his students or he would give them things like membership ID cards and have them like, you know, remember phrases about discipline and everything else, right? And there were several stages that he set up each and every day in his classroom. And, and he would make sure that, I'm pretty sure he made sure that none of this got out. Like he wasn't a fascist or a Nazi sympathizer or anything. He just wanted to see if this social experiment would work. And it, it somewhat works. His students actually started acting like fascists. Oh, so like that kind of proves that, wait, were all those kids, I think all those kids were, you know, um, they all know that Hitler was a bad guy. I think everyone knows that. Yeah. I think that was the kind of the point of the experiment to say that these kids look at Hitler and said, no one, no one would want to do this. No one would want to hate a person. I wouldn't want to hate a person. Yeah. But that kind of experiment proves that they, that although they thought that way, yeah, they were able to easily develop fascist inten- intentions. Yeah, it, it goes oh, to show geez. how easily susceptible and programmable the human mind really is. Oh. It's, and, and right, and it goes to show how with the right set of circumstances, you can basically turn someone into the next Hitler or the next like infamous figure in human history and I in the same goes for Aaron right like with the right circumstances that allowed him to become what he did when it comes to people like Gabby and Reiner who you know were brainwashed and indoctrinated to believe this propaganda about the Eldians and then find out that they were entirely wrong when they actually interacted with them. It, it goes to show you just how much, you know, how, how it just, it just goes to emphasize how important narratives are and perspectives. That This is very interesting. And I think this is what I like about shows that do this, um, that they take like a piece of, real world events or real world topics or real world ideas and they put it in like fiction like you know what i mean like yeah i think that's a very good way to make a show good like a very uh, fictional animated or whatever live action show good is to not do the stereotypical good guy versus bad guy but to make their characters real and humane and to i guess create these fictional plots that really connect with history or like uh, real world events that we know and that we kind of relate to. Yeah. And that's why like, I will watch that. I will rid myself of my prejudice towards anime and watch attack on Titan. (laughs) 
Yeah, dude, you should. It's like when when the show first came out, and I was watching it. I thought it was interesting, obviously, because you know, saving humanity and whatnot. But I, I didn't expect it to take the turn that it did. Like I like when I was when I was waiting for the final season to come out this past December in 2020. The last thing I would have thought about would have been all these World War II references, all these historical references. And when I finished reading the manga and it occurred to me several days later, I thought this, this, this plot is, this is a, this is a masterpiece. This is, this is the work of a genius. No, you know, it's, it's really, it's a really good show. Like I'd really recommend you get into it. Yeah, I will. And uh, this is very unexpected. Honestly, never in the history of when I started this pod, when we started it, to think we were going to talk about Attack on Titans and the real world. And like, how do you describe it? Like the references or the quote unquote inspiration behind it or the message that it was trying to convey. Yeah, I, I yeah, you're right. I, I wasn't expecting us to talk about anime on this thing. Like we just went from anime and connecting it with Hitler. <laughs> like whoever made like who made a, this anime? Okay, let me. I forgot his name. Let me check it out. I think it's. Dude, like in my mind, I'm just running through ideas of what to call this. Okay, his name is. Hajime Isayama. Okay, whoever whoever that is, like he is a genius. He he really is, <laughs> and apparently the rest of the world thinks so too because Attack on as Attack on Titan has sold over a hundred million copies, and he's worth like forty five million dollars. Uh, <laughs> again, like. I'm just, again, I'm just running through ideas to what to call this episode. Like, oh my god. Mind blown. Jeez. This is a potential book. We will write this. We will co-author this. <laughs> um. <laughs> what are we gonna um, hit, hit um, Hitler is Aaron Yeager confirmed? <laughs> Is that what we're <laughs> Aaron Yeager is Hitler confirmed. <laughs> yeah. oh, Jesus Christ. Oh my god. But this is interesting. Oh my god. Um the power of media and films. This is why I love films and TV shows. If handled properly, they could really uh influence lies or messages or you know. Yeah. But uh I think that's a good way to end this off. I hope you guys enjoyed and we will see you later. Yep.